day was a really good day for me. It was like some sort of a dam broke. I want to say it's because I got some sunshine, but I don't know if that's entirely it. Recently, I was watching a television show where the person said that this was their happy space and they were riding horses on a beach. And it got me thinking, I know what my happy space is, but I wonder what others' happy spaces look like. I asked my friend that recently and it was interesting to hear her describe what hers was. It was a very real place. I asked her to tell me what it looked like, what it smelled like, what the weather was like and who she was with. And just by sharing those details with me, naturally she closed her eyes and she went there. Like she was reliving the experience. And then I think back to my happy spaces. And there are a few that are ones that I re visit on a regular basis. But they're not real places. And they act more like dreams because nothing is concrete. Everything is fluid. So usually, I start out in a field. I'm barefooted, and I'm standing on dew-wet grass. Now this is the first point where it doesn't quite make sense because I put my hand out to the right and the grass is so tall that I can run my fingers across the top of the blades and just feel the very soft tips. And I wave my hand back and forth and enjoy that moment. And then I look up to the sky and I enjoy the deep blue. I watch a few birds fly by, the bright sunshine, maybe a few butterflies. And I look across the field and I might see flowers waving and sometimes I wander off into that field and there's a mountain in the distance and sometimes I head in that direction because somehow I know there is a gurgling stream over there and I want to go dip my feet into it and sometimes I just want to lay in that field and look up at the sky and the shapes of the clouds and other times, this is just the starting point. And I move towards the pine forest in front of me. But somehow, as I'm nearing this pine forest, it moves from day to dusk. And as I get close to the edge, I see there is a big fire, a bonfire, and sitting around it are a bunch of friends but oddly enough, they are no one I recognize, but yet I know they are friends. And there is dancing and singing and instruments, guitars and drums, and everyone is just having a really good time. 
being in the moment, enjoying the music. Sometimes I sit on the outskirts and I just enjoy being there. And sometimes I join them and I dance. Sometimes I sing with them. Sometimes I walk right on by, deeper into the forest. Sometimes I'm still barefooted. Sometimes now I have shoes on. As I walk deeper, it gets darker. But not, not in a malevolent way. Somehow it's comforting. And I'm following this footpath made of pine needles. And then when I breathe deeply, I can smell, I can smell this, you know, that smell of pine. I can hear the night birds and the crickets and that tiny crinkly sound of the needles beneath my feet. And sometimes it's not even a path. The whole forest floor is covered with these pine needles. So sometimes I just wander aimlessly, and yet I find myself moving towards another gurgling stream. And by that stream, there's a large rock where I sit and ponder. And I may spend some time there for a bit, but then I move on. Inevitably, I end back up on this pine path, pine needle path. I never know where it's going to take me. I never know if I'm going to stray from it or not. What wildlife I might see. There's never anyone else there, it's just me. And sometimes it's the sounds of the woodpeckers and and the wildlife and just the nature sounds of the wind blowing that creates a music of its own. Even my own breath. But there's always a final destination that I arrive at. It's this town or city within the forest and it's made of houses in the tall parts of the trees as if they have been there for ages. So there's moss growing on the tops of the roofs of these houses, sometimes dripping down off of the eaves, off the railings. There are wooden bridges connecting them. It's like something you would see in some sort of a movie. Everyone is happy there. I don't know what this place is. I don't know what it represents. But somehow, when I finally reach this destination, I know that all is well. And that's, that's when I feel like I'm done with this space for now. And now I can step back 
and at the times it's right about then when I fall asleep. So, what is your happy space? Where is it? Who are you with? Is it real, imaginary? What does it make you feel? Close your eyes and give me as much detail as you can. Just be there. Enjoy it. Hey Rhonda, so my happy place, sometimes it takes me like maybe four hours to get there and I have to leave really early in the morning or I have to leave like late at night because um, if I'm going to go there, if I'm really going to go there, I know I need that time to get there and to really make it worthwhile and if I get pulled away before I reach the destination I'm trying to reach then it kind of ruins my day but in that four hours I go through the process of finding something finding a sound and then building a playlist around the sound and arranging it just the way I like and then putting it on repeat and opening up um, my my writing app it's like a blank black screen and then just writing Hey Seeking Plum, it's Alan with Sentient Future. I thought that episode was beautiful. You really do paint a lovely picture of what your happy place is. And what I liked, I think, most about it was that you touched on how you sensed what was around you. Um, you know, the feeling, the smell, the sound of you know, your friends and the fire and the like. So I thought that was lovely and thank you for sharing. And uh, it was really nice to, to go to that happy place with you as uh, one of your listeners. So have a wonderful day. Thanks. Thanks, Alan, for calling in and sharing this. Because when I shared my happy places, it, 
it was kind of scary and it felt a bit vulnerable and yet these places mean so much to me and they they're such rich environments but it was still kind of scary to put them out there you know after the fact I realized that there were things I had left out and I don't know you know if that was an unconscious thing or not um I realized that each time I visit those places, they're a little different. And I think it's in part because of my mood and in part because of the music I'm listening to. But another special moment that I love when I visit that forest is when I'm listening to a piece of music that has a crescendo. And I leave the forest floor and I shoot through the trees into the sky and I'm flying. And most of the time, when we fly in our dreams, we are parallel to the earth and we're facing the earth so that we can see the land below. But for whatever reason, I am flying facing the sky and I'm staring at the stars and the Milky Way and looking at the constellations and the moon and just enjoying the silence that exists up there. And, and that is another special moment, you know? And, and then there's times when I come right back down to that forest. And, and I, I don't know where these places came from or why. And, and I guess it doesn't really matter. They just do. And I am very glad that they do.